They beeped. Uh, so that soda I had? Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, Inca-Cola. Is that what it was? That's what your soda was. That was pretty good. You fucked with the corn syrup. I see. I mean... Yeah. This flavor of corn syrup is our favorite. Yo, corn syrup. It's not good for you. Mm. But, apparently, pure sugar is worse than corn syrup. Is it though? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's the bad fat. And it rots your teeth. Oh my god. Watch the whole documentary on this one. Really? About how like the sugar industry is kind of evil. Really? Yeah, like uh, you know, Coca Cola. Yeah. Bad guys, as it turns out. Oh, they do a lot of predatory capitalism and stuff. Oh yeah, and like other countries too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, even alone in this country, it's like, damn, y'all evil. Coca-Cola Corp. That's right. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to the SoundShare podcast. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Shared sounds? That's all I got. All right, cool. Uh, you ever think about how soft NPR voices are? Oh, yeah. I mean, they sound kind of like this. This, like a slight whisper. I can't do that. I don't know how they do that. Yeah. I feel like there's, they just gotta be like, there's some really calm people. Or some just good vocal control. They just, not too. I have my radio voice on now. What if, what if they're just like party animals? Like, you ever, you ever see that old, um, that, it was like an old ESPN commercial where they yeah. used to have this reporter, I forget his name. Um, he would, like, do the ESPN job, and then right afterwards, it, like, cut to his room, and it's, like, a bunch of metal posters, and he would, like, let down his long hair. <laughs> um, and that, I don't know what this has to do with anything. I just kind of thought of it. Yeah. Uh, so, who are we talking about today? We're talking about, this is my album this week. This is Alex's album. It's Wu Fei and Abigail Washburn. It is. Is it Wu Fei? Is it Abigail Washburn? Yeah. Yeah. So the album well, is... Well, I, I just didn't know if I pronounced Wu Fei correctly. Oh. I'm assuming I did, but... I'm assuming so, too. My brain told me, no, you didn't, Alex. I'm like, oh, God, I'm self-conscious about it. I really don't know. Yeah, so these are two ladies, two uh, women, and very accomplished musicians in their own right. They are. They are talented in their fields and respected. Um, Abigail is a claw hammer banjo player. Yeah. Kevin. What is a claw hammer in banjo? I think that's when you play with picks. No. No. Oh, it's with your hands? Yeah. That's the... So, um, basically, it's a lot more rhythmic than traditional banjo playing. Yeah. Um, so, it's like... Kind of like that rhythm. Yeah. Different pitches or whatever. But, like, it focuses a lot on your wrist movements. And your thumb is always resting on the top string. And you're always just like, doom, doom, just like flicking it down. Yeah. While your other two fingers are doing, doing something different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get stuck in this rhythm. With that rhythm, a lot of it is just like very consistent, constant uh, wrist movements. Yeah. That's what that is. Okay. Uh, 
Um, then Wu Fei is a Chinese composer. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Xi Zhang. Is that the area? Uh, I thought it was Gu Zhang. Gu Zhang? Or, no, Gu Zhang. Not, That's the instrument. There's no, Yeah, there's no Z sound, but there's a Z in it. No, no, I'm thinking about the, uh, the area she's from. Oh, I wouldn't know. Oh. Okay, well, I mispronounced it, so there you go. Okay. I, I don't know if I mispronounced it, I'm just assuming I did. Uh, because my pronunciations of, um, Asian language things are, is garbage. So, yeah, these two came out with an album. And it's a, it's a, not it's, an, it's an interesting crossover. I mean, it's yeah, 2020. Not, yeah, I was gonna say not this year, but like last year. Yeah. Yeah, so I found this because I got on a bluegrass kick, and I decided to listen to this bluegrass playlist on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And... I, I, I hear this song, and I'm just like, this is different. Yeah. This is different from the other stuff on here, for sure. Yeah. And I found out, like, the entire album is just like, oh, it's not just a banjo player. It's also, like, a Chinese composer playing the Gu Sheng. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I like this song I heard, which ended up being uh, Banjo, Gu Sheng, Picking Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting, and I shared it with you. Yeah. Um, apparently they collaborated because, like, Abigail Washburn had, like, she was just very interested in Chinese culture and music. Yep. And just kind of, like, studied, I think, on her own time. Eventually, um... But they were friends at some point before this. Yeah. I, I don't remember how exactly it started. But it they... started in Colorado. There's a, a radio host, and he thought that those two would be uh, which should, should at least meet each other. And they did. Ah, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. So then they started, I think she said something about like 2007, maybe? Oh, I was 2011 in uh, Beijing. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but essentially, they emailed each other, became friends, and then um, they eventually did a collab. Uh, I think what one of these was came from was like i think the they were both becoming moms at the same time and uh oh and faye um faye basically asked uh, abigail what kind of music uh do you play for your child to make them sleep and then abigail played uh basically this first track waters waters wide but then um Faye was also like, "Oh, this kind of sounds like a song that I was that a lot of Chinese people like listen to and know, and it's a very popular tune, and that's Wushlu Wushlu or Wushli boat song." So they combined the two then and there, and then that's kind of at least how this song was born. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. And both the songs are about being on the river. Waters wide is about a wide river. And Wushli Bo Song is an ethnic minority's uh, traditional folk song. They are split in nor the northeastern corner of China by a river. And one side is in China and the other side is in Russia. And this is a, a song of their culture. Wow, you did more research than I did. Impressed. <laughs> I was very interested on my lunch break, so I, I dipped in, dipped my toes in. Okay, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, watch me flick this water bottle. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you flicked it, all right. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, 
This this is a very wholesome friendship. It's uh, these are this is good. I like listening to them together. We'll we'll dive more into that later. Yeah. Let's start with "Water Is Wide" Woosley boat song. Uh, this is a pretty song. It this is a beautiful song. song. It's a Scottish folk song. There you go. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Um, starts off in Chinese. Yes. Uh, Mandarin, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's Mandarin or Cantonese or. I feel like Mandarin is like the biggest. The biggest. So probably. Um, that's my guess. That's what it is. I'm just gonna say Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, no, I th- uh, when I was listening to it, I was like, I have no idea if this is, like, the same lyrics, but in hot English and Chinese. Oh, so that's, this is that song I was talking about. It's the combination of the Irish yeah. and then, yeah. Scottish, so, not Irish. Scottish, sorry. Um, the Scottish and the Chinese folk song. So this is that. So it's, like, both. So I don't think the lyrics are the same, but they're they're basically harmonizing both of them somehow. yeah. And their instruments mesh so well together. Who knew that a banjo and a gujang Right? Yeah, man. This is, this is slappy. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it could be in a movie. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing a scene, like, at sunset, somebody's, like, on a boat. Mm-hmm. I don't know where at. It could be in America. It could be in China. But they're on a boat, and this is just, like, playing. Um, I can see that. Yeah, this was a really pretty song. Yeah, I liked it. Um, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. But cool. You know what I what I liked also? What's that? Four Season Medley. Four Seasons Dark Ocean Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> they hit you with just this chaotic hit of energy, this spasmic playing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they start yelling like that. Yeah. I, that came out of left field for me. I was like, where the hell is this yelling coming from? Yeah, man. Y'all were so calm a minute ago. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah! Boom. But yeah. that was okay. Because I think it set the tone for the song. And it kind of gets you used to how everything's going. And I just love how Abigail Washburn is also fluent in Chinese. At least when she's singing. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, I I, I think it was cool how, like... There were parts on this song as well as other songs. Like one of them holds a note, and the other yeah. one is singing. They have really good harmony all over this thing. Oh, they do, and really good chemistry. They, yeah, I like their chemistry on this album. They, um, yeah, they just they just sound like genuine, really good friends. You know, yeah, they're just vibing. They are, and um, they are on the same. That's yeah, what they are. Absolutely. Yeah. This is true chemistry. Like, if you guys need chemistry and like between artists, I was gonna say this. This, this is chemistry. Yeah, I was gonna say the same exact thing, but I was gonna say it on a different song. Yeah. Where it's like, if you want to talk about like, if you want to look at an example I, of I, chemistry between two singers, here, I feel like it's right here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I know what song you're talking about. You probably do, um, but we'll get to that soon yeah enough um not right now but soon enough so on an honest note the first time i listened to this song like for the four seasons medley i actually didn't like it like i was like i'm not ready for this 
Okay, I kind of get that. But then the second time through, when I kind of understood what was happening, I was like, wow, this actually really works. I fuck with it. Like, yeah, it just, it just is so different that you just have to get used to it. And it feels more Chinese influenced, especially in the beginning. Yeah. So it feels just different. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then you finally like accept it. You're like, oh, bet this is actually dope. It is. Um, this this whole thing really is dope. Yeah, I, I've, I've already said it before, but like, two good friends, two good friends We're having a good old time. So, Ping Tan Dance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they like imitate old ladies on here. Yeah, exactly. And, and like. Abigail's like, well, I never. It's those young folks. What is the world coming to these days? What is the world coming to these days? And this, like, really cartoonish southern accent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is so cartoony. Yeah. And kind of cheesy. It's funny, though. It is. Because you're like, wow. They're just having fun again. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like there's both, like, in the. I want to say like early forties, and they're like, they have, uh, young kids. Yeah, that's kind of like the vibe I get from them. Yeah, that, as that's uh, literally what it is. Yeah, that that vibe comes across, man. I think they have four and four, three and two year old, some of that. Like yeah, like I said earlier, it's just like a really wholesome friendship. Yeah, um, it had a, like a little percussion in the sense of like it sounded like some dude beating on a box. I forget what it's called. Mm. I think it has a special name, but it's literally just like a box that you sit on and you just like beat on it like that. Yeah. Uh, I remember because my, my church when I was in high school and junior high, mm-hmm. um, every now and then they would do an acoustic song about how much they love Jesus. Yeah. I know, right? Shocking. Of course. It's, it's not like every other <laughs> church song where it's like, you know who I love? Jesus. You love Jesus. And God. But mostly Jesus. Sorry, God. And you have to sing about it. That's right. And it was an acoustic song. And sometimes they like brought up a little... Talks. So, I have a counter to that. Okay. I watched a music video of them playing a different song on this that we'll get to. But the way they did their, uh, their beating on a box as you're describing was actually either hitting the banjo on the wooden section or the bottom part of the gujang. Oh! So I guess it does have a bottom part. Yeah. Oh, well I suppose I don't know what that sounds like. Well, I guess that's, maybe that's what they're doing. And they, uh, I think that's what they're doing. Okay, well it just sounds like the box to me. It sounds like the box, but it's, oh. like it's wood. You know. But it has this like kind of Almost distant hollow sound. Yeah, so I guess we could have explained what the Fujang is by oh, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's basically a table. Yeah. And like the left half is meant for holding down the strings and the right half is meant for plucking the strings. Yes. Strings just go all across this little table. And with your left hand as you're playing or with your right hand as you're plucking the strings, with your left hand you can actually vibrate the strings. Yeah. Cause, and then make the... Whatever yeah, sound. Big ass strings. Yeah. Easy to vibrate. And wiggle around. Feel a little, little finger. Yep. Um. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh. We're still on four season melee, right? Or pink. Yeah. Well, oh, I know. I, 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 I was about to transition over, but you. Wait, might no. have something. 
we're, we're, we're at Pink Tan Dance already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, this track has some like very staccato singing in the sense like they like sing a note and then they just cut it off. So, yeah, like, they did. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of, it's like a, the rhythm is just like an interesting mix up. And I appreciated the structure here, but it wasn't necessarily my song, but I, I thought it was well constructed for sure. I, I thought the Guzheng playing on here was really solid. Yeah. It's not a great, um, Okay, next song. <laughs> Banjo Gusheng Pickin' Girls. This is the first song that you heard. It was. And I think at the end of the day, this might be my favorite song. Okay. It, it's um it's just such a great example of like the two styles coming together. Yeah. And it has a great mix of um like banjo Appalachian oh, yeah. music and the um the intro, traditional Chinese music. The intro feels very clearly Appalachian with like the way Abigail's singing and her the way her voice almost strains at like the end of each note. Like it feels like there's something in there. Um and then the Gujang just kinda comes in and it's just so mesmerizing, like the way she goes up and down her Gujang board. Like it's it's just so good. Yeah. Uh it it also feels just very familiar. It feels more Appalachian than I think Chinese. Yeah. At least to me. Uh I thought it was pretty good balance. Yeah. Uh it's a catchy song. It is. It's a very catchy song. Um they're singing is fun. I like how they sing different languages, but then at the end, they sing the same language. Chinese. That's right. That's right. I, f- I feel like if I were, like, some right-wing, like, far-right conspiracy theorist podcaster, like Alex Jones, sure, I could, like, spin this to be some, like, Chinese government propaganda thing. Oh, you 100% could. They're trying to dilute our culture. That's right. They're they're taking like American culture. They're taking from, the from banjo, here, the banjo. You know the African instrument that's actually American. Yeah, they're trying to poison this with their Chinese propaganda. Yeah, exactly. And I will not stand. Exactly. They're trying to make our gay frogs Chinese. <laughs> Buy boner pills. Did he say that? He so okay. I don't think it's boner pills. I think it's like diet pills or like male supplements. It's snake oil essentially. <laughs> I just think it's funny for him to like go on a long rant and then be like, "Buy boner pills." I think Alex Jones is fully aware of what he's doing. Oh, he is. He's a grifter piece of shit. Yeah. He's he lies out his ass and like he knows he's full of shit. But he's okay with it. He's made peace with it because he's literally just talking all the time yeah this is a good song really like this song i love it <laughs> we love banjo kuzang picking girls yeah um who says women aren't as good as men this is just them singing this is the chemistry i was talking about yeah yeah like this genuinely is like they're both having fun just doing whatever they want making whatever noises they want that feels almost like a childhood tune like the way they're singing because yeah. there's a lot of like little ad libs here and there, the way they end their notes high. Yeah, there is some like, do I want to say childlike innocence on this album? Yeah, where they um, once again, it it, it kind of gives off that vibe of like these two very obviously have young children right now. Yeah, and like there's a certain like playfulness. Yeah. Um. 
that comes with that. Yeah, that like I feel like they I like associate. Yeah, that I associate with like little kids yeah. that they like tap into. It's like a very. Um, I don't want to say juvenile because that sounds negative. Um, I, I just want to say it's like a childlike innocence that like they tap into pre-coming of age. I don't like that either. <laughs> I don't like juvenile. I don't like um, coming of age movie. Coming to a theater movie. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I just wrote down, I have no idea what they're saying, but I can tell. They're having a great time. They are. Um, the roving cowboy slash Avarguli. So I like Abigail's voice. Mm-hmm. I like it because I think it has character. Yeah. And I like how, like, when she hits the high notes, her voice gets extra airy. Yeah. Um, that's what I was saying. You can feel something. Yeah. In your voice. Yeah. And I feel, okay, I'm going to try to do an impression of it right now. <clears throat> it's like, come on, you moving cowboys. Wow. That was terrible. <laughs> oh my God. I butchered you, that. You gave her 10% of like, that's about 10% there, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I feel like I can't sound like her. I just can't do that right now. There's, I'm sorry. Come on. I can sound like so, that. That's the closest I can. <laughs> but her voice like cracks slightly. Like it gives out. And I think that's what gives it the texture. It's got, it's got a little rasp to it. It's like a this mix of raspiness and airiness. And her voice yeah. that I think makes her voice unique. Yeah. And I like it. And it works well with what they're doing here. It works well with the genre. This is the epic of the album. This is the, the epic of the album. It's got like a very cinematic intro with the Gujang. Oh yeah. Um, it's just beautiful Gujang playing it, I'm picturing, like, Chinese countryside. Okay. And, like, horses. Chinese horses. See, okay. Their music video is actually Tennessee countryside with horses. Oh. So, you got something there. Okay. No, yeah. I I like what they were doing with that there because they're probably playing with, like, oh, you probably picture, like, country of Chinese countryside. Mm -hmm. But, like, we're going to... We're gonna trick you, and we're gonna do the Tennessee countryside. Oh, you know why? Because Wu Fei moved to Nashville. Oh, cool. Yeah. Welcome to Nashville, folks. Yep. Um, but yeah, the roving cowboy. Yeah. So my interpretation when I first listened was actually about it was almost like water. Like the way the Gujang was like kind of weaving very up and down slowly. Yep. It's kind of pulling you in like water. Maybe you're sitting on water or something like that and it's just kind of lapping up on you. But it's like chill. Is it because, do I want to say it sounds liquid? Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's an okay description. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> just okay. No, it's like ripple. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It's like it's a rippling ripple. sound that the Gushing does. And Is that a good description? Yeah. Please tell me. I think so. It's a ripple. It's a peaceful ripple. Um, of the notes. Of the notes. Kind of like a, kind of like a harp can do that, too. And this is just like that first minute or two. There's eight yeah. minutes of this song. But like... Oh, and then at the four minute mark, it starts doing that. I probably sound tone deaf there. No, but it sounds like the Gushing, and they're like trying to make it sound like a banjo. See, that's what I would... That's a great description because I thought it was the banjo at first, and then I watched the video, 
Cause it it's was got, the Gujang. Yeah, because it's got the rhythm of the banjo. But like, if you listen in, you're like, that's not a banjo. That's not a banjo. That sounds too, uh, Gujang or Gujang, Gujangy to be a banjo. Yeah, I said Gujang. Fucking you, dumb. You really did. I think Abigail is playing the upright bass on this song. Oh, is she? Yeah, because I hear a bass, but I didn't really hear a banjo. I see. I thought that was from the banjo. And the music video looked like it was from the banjo. But that's also a music video. A bass banjo? Maybe like a bass string. That could be a thing. I've never heard of it, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but this is just a good song. I love... This is actually my favorite song of the album. Because the, progr- the progression is just so nice. Um, and the mix is just so seamless. Like, on my first listen through... This is what like, really sold me, this song in particular. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is my first like. Yeah. And then... Because, uh... Yeah, the Gujang, like, that's just such... Yeah. Such a good mix. It just hits. Such a good mixture. It hits me. Um, yeah. It's, like I said, this is the epic of the album. It is. Uh, the Weaving Medley. Um, B- busy Weaving, slash Julian Johnson, slash Open Little Hand, slash Backstep Cindy. Yeah, there were a lot of titles. I'm like, I'm just going to write the first one. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. This is an instrumental. And I felt like the Gujang in this had a little twang to it. Possibly. Uh, is that what you got? Did you get that at all? I got a very like, traditional banjo playing in the beginning. And then the Gujang kind of gets thrown into the mix. But like, I didn't I didn't hear the twang part. And like the banjo is the rhythm. But the Gujang is like the lead. You know how I, I interpreted this almost? There came a point where it felt slightly like dueling, dueling banjo and gujang because like they each have their own piece that they like kind of can solo or do whatever. Yeah, it's not like a full on solo, but it's like their own space to play, and but they're also just at peace with each other. Like they play off of each other versus like being yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in case you weren't convinced yet, here you are. Gujang and Banjo, once again, sounds fucking cool together. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Um, and then Budada, that is... That's another vocals-only song. Yeah. Not as good, though. This one might be my least favorite. Uh-huh. They have, like, impressive singing. And the harmonizing is really impressive. So, the harmonizing made my ears tingle. It was one of those to me. It did to me. <laughs> Like, it's just, once again, goddamn, what you, a duo. You guys ever listen to, like, uh, like, like American Idol back in the day, and, like, some singer was actually like just bad shit and sing good, and, like, it made your whole body tingle. Like, yeah. I got, like, the ear tinglies from this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, it just sounded, it sounded really good, but, like, uh-huh. at the end of the day, when I'm done with it, I'm just like, this just feels like the least necessary song. Mm. Like, it shows off their vocal talents, but at the same time. As far as, like, substance with it. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. Okay. Uh, Ho Hey was good, though. Ho Hey, Clock Hole 10. That's right. This is an Appalachian folk song. Yes, sir. Well, the Clock Hole 10, probably, but the Ho Hey. Yeah, not the Ho Hey part. Yeah, not the Ho Hey. The Clock Hole 10 is, though. Yeah. That's a that's an oldie. Um, Banjo sounds really good on this song. Yeah. Um... They also do the whole knocking on wood sound again. Yeah. Which comes either from uh, the banjo or the gujang. But it, the knocking on wood, it almost feels almost like a slow tap dancing. 
Like, have you ever seen tap dancing in person? Like, they always create, like, a, a rhythm with their shoes. Oh, see, at first I thought it reminded me of stomping feet. There you go. Because um, yeah. it's just, like, a driving rhythm. Exactly. That keeps it together. That's why I said slow tap dancing, but I think I think stomping feet works, too. Yeah. Like, everybody stomp your feet. But the way they mix their voices is always super interesting. That yep. shows itself here on this one again. Oh, hey! Sa la 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 la. So lo lo lo. That's right. Um, I guess at this point, we will move on to Pretty Bird. Pretty Bird. Um, this is a pretty, this is a pretty outro. It song. is. It's, it once again, has like the rippling Gujang, mm-hmm. uh, such as Roving Cowboy. Um, it, the Gujang here reminds me of a harp almost, like the way it's just yeah. going up and down the chords. And yeah. The... Yep. Um, yeah. It, it's not the epic that Roving Cowboy is, obviously. But that's fine. Yep. Um, this was originally a Hazel Dickens song, who's an old bluegrass artist from West Virginia. Uh-huh. She was like one of the, if not the first uh, woman to record a bluegrass album. Uh-huh. Fun fact for you there, buddy. Nice. Uh, yeah, really pretty outro song. Yeah. I um, just I just love Abigail Washburn's voice. I'm literally going to listen to another album. Just like, listen to that voice. Yeah. Um, she, she just has a really unique voice. And like, um, it slaps, man. She's won a Grammy. Yeah. I think she's won a couple for, I guess, banjos or bluegrass. All right. So, um, that's the album. That's the album, man. Uh, I guess we'll move on to letter grades. Letter grades, baby. Um, I gave this album a B plus. Yeah, I was um, looking at you because I wanted you to start. Yeah, <laughs> but I gave it a B plus because I think that the chemistry is really, really, really good. Um, you can tell that these are artists just basically in their prime, um, having a, a brainchild. And this is the result of that. Um, I love the mission of it, too. Just like the whole world music is not just one culture. It's Sometimes it's two at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is truly world music, but like... With... It's just, it, yeah. It's oh, just a good. world combination you didn't expect. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just so fucking seamless. Yeah. That's how they make it seem. It sounds just so natural and so good. Yeah. Like um, chocolate and peanut butter. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I do. What's your grade? Uh, what are we going to do? A. Don't let me influence it. Minus. Okay. Okay. High A minus. High A minus. I've given this thing like plenty an, of praise. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying it's a high A minus. So very close to being an A. Like a 91.4. With a 5 rounding you up to an A. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. 91.4. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the thing is, is that, like, honestly, it needs just a little bit more. Just a little bit just more. Just a little bit more. That. that that 37-minute runtime. A, A. I'm changing it to A. 
No, fuck it. We're, we're doing A. We're doing A. Because I just realized, like, you know what? No, that's not enough to, like, keep it from... We're doing A. We're doing A. Uh, like, that's enough to keep it from an A+. Plus. But from an A, no, Alex, that's stretching it. You want to give this thing an A, not an A-. minus. So you know what? Low A. Not a high A-, minus. a, a low, low A. a. Okay. Low A. Ho, hey. Um, 91.5. <laughs> 92. Flat. Flat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, because it's just, um, and I'm giving it such a high thing because this is like, it's just really pretty music and it's great and it's yeah. beautiful to just like witness these two opposite end of the world um, cultures mesh together and it sounds so fucking fluid one thing i'll say is that i think i enjoyed it much much more when i was actually listening to it versus having it in the background i think having it in the background i didn't really get the the mental capacity to truly appreciate what was happening and like also to just pay attention to like the little nuances yep so when you really listen to it it's it's pretty dope yep this this may make me sound like some 40 year old hillary clinton stan but this is Good multiculturalism. There you go. Um, it, it, it's just like... Is this diverse, Alex? It is. <laughs> Your diversity quotas. Is <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, it just really is just like really beautiful to have this thing come together. And it sounds so natural and so great. Yeah. Um, it makes me happy for humanity. That's what, that's yeah. what this album does. Yeah. It makes me happy that too on paper, very completely different people because they're in different countries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at what they did. Yeah. Look at that. Look Perfect. at that. A. All right. Um, cool. Good stuff. That was the SoundShare podcast. That was. Um, Kevin? Yeah. What's that, Alex? Do you think we're going to go to Cold War with China? This is not what I've decided to do this on. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about peaceful harmony. Right. And then I have to fucking bring this up. Yeah, God. bring it up. I'm kidding. No, we're not going to talk about that. There you go. Um, have a good night, folks. Maybe we'll just cut this last part out. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I did say Sunshine Podcast. Yep. <laughs>